Hi, welcome to Howcast. How you doing today? Good. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, I'm doing well too. Thanks for asking. We are uh, more than halfway through August now. Looks like summer is back on in Tokyo. We had about I don't know three to five days of rain, and the temperature went down to a cool autumn breeze.、Uh, but looks like now. It's back on. We're、uh, at about 30 degree Celsius days now.、Uh, for those of you who are Americans, that's、uh, 30 degrees Celsius, which converts to about、uh, I don't know 380 degrees Fahrenheit or something. It's the weirdest conversion. Honestly, I don't get it at all. I think the formula actually is something like you take the degrees in Celsius and you multiply it by nine over five. I mean, why do we do this to ourselves? Honestly, you know, I could have just Googled that to get the right answer, but、uh, and you know, this is a podcast, so I could have pretended that I actually knew what I was talking about, but I didn't do that, and that really shows you how little I care about Fahrenheit. You know how when you're with your friends or you guys are out out having dinner, and somebody brings something up, somebody states a fact. And people are like, "Oh, really? No, no, I didn't. Are you sure about that? I didn't know that." The easiest thing is just to pull out your phone and just check. So my theory is that if nobody bothers to Google it, then nobody gives a shit. A few weeks ago, there was a headline or an article about how Japan, when it was bidding for the Summer Olympics, had misrepresented the summer climate. Um, that when submitting its bid, Japan said to the committee that、um, you know during the summers weather in Japan is very temperate and mild and suitable for large sporting events.、Um, the headline said that Japan lied about its weather. I mean, a pretty strong accusation, right? But at the same time, I was thinking. Back when those bids were being submitted, did no one bother to Google this? Like, did no one open weather.com and and just check? Because that's all public record, right? Anyways, anyways, it's been a long week. It's a Thursday evening now. Tomorrow, I'm gonna be working from home. I got some errands to run.、Um, then we got a a little staff event. We try to do that on a monthly basis, socially distanced. Okay,、um, we want to do that on a monthly basis because the nature of the operations at our hotel at Section L is,、uh, you know, everyone kind of、uh, works singular shifts, so they're on their own a lot, and they only get to see their colleagues during handover periods. So、um, we we kind of want to make sure that everyone gets to interact. More frequently and and really get to know each other and build that camaraderie.、Uh, so we're doing that tomorrow, and we're gonna do it at our brand new pop up space、uh, that's opening up in the Jingumai Harajuku area, which is kind of a a very trendy, young, hip part of town. So that should be fun.、Um, I'll definitely have more on the on the pop up later on, but、um, it, you know it's it's not a hotel. It's Food and beverage, retail, and a bit of co-working. So something different from what 
we usually do at Section L. Anyways, I've been doing a lot of talking this week, and there is a thing that I do. There's a thing that I say that I really want to stop, that I really want to find alternatives for. And I know a lot of people feel the same. It's when I'm in conversation and I'm reacting to what people say, I always default to, oh, interesting, or "Mm, that's interesting. And if it's actually interesting, I'll say something like, very interesting. I think the meaning of that word is pretty diluted by now. I mean, you could really say it for anything. The range is so wide. You know, you could say interesting when someone tells you what they have for breakfast. You can also say interesting when someone, um, you know, shares a a very original perspective on, I don't know, the the U.S. military withdrawal from Afghanistan. Um... What other words can we use? Seriously, I need some ideas. Fascinating? I feel like fascinating is probably giving the other person too much credit most of the time. Like, you know, having a poke bowl for lunch isn't fascinating. What else can we say? Engaging, enthralling, uh, engrossing. That's a riveting story, man. It just sounds weird. This sounds weird. Another thing I can do is just acknowledge what they're saying for what it is. So if they tell me how they feel about something and their particular perspective is kind of basic and not really interesting, I can just say something like, oh, that's, uh, that's a feeling. Yeah, no, that is definitely a feeling. Or or really, if someone says something that's just completely boring and, and banal and I, I can't think of the right word at a time, maybe I can just uh, acknowledge that they've said words, that words came out of their mouth. Thanks for your, thanks for your words. Look, if you're listening to this and um, I've said interesting to you, uh, most of the time I actually do mean it. It's, uh, you know, it's those times that uh, when I'm really tired or, or I'm kind of uh, irritated, uh, then I can't find the right word, then I default to interesting. But listen, I do think you're interesting, all two of you listening out there. Now, as a stand-up comedian on the side, I'm also very sensitive to people who say, that's funny. When they hear something funny, they'll just say, that's funny. And I'm just like, well, is it though? Because you're not laughing. You just said that's funny. I find your reaction very interesting. And in my business life, I'm also sensitive to jargon, business jargon. I always find it kind of curious when people use architect as a verb. Mm. Architect's not a, not a movement word. It's a person. It's a profession. And I say this as a person who also uses jargon. And I like to make fun of myself for doing that. Um, I recently wrote an email. I drafted an email. And before I sent it out, I had someone look it over for me. And that person said to me, are you writing an email to a prime minister? Why do you sound like that? 
And I like being called out for that kind of shit because I'm really trying to um, to find an original voice. Um, and I, God, I hope I don't talk like that in real life. But, uh, you know, if I do, that's... Uh, that's just the way uh, the cookie crumbles. And I guess we can circle back to this. Best regards. Seriously, though, sometimes when I'm talking to my team and I speak about articulating the brands or, you know, conveying the narrative, and I use words like that, I, I kind of make myself cringe. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so... If my colleagues are listening to this, feel free to call me out. And if you want to tease me and make fun of me for that, it's, uh, you know, it's open season. But that's kind of the way it is, isn't it? We are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. We think and speak like the people we look up to by the people who, who trained us through our careers. I've been working for, I guess, almost 20 years Wait, no. Between 15 and 20 years. Let's leave it at that. Um, and, and for that, most of that time, I was in a corporate environment uh, where we were trained to do things a certain way for good reason. I think when you're part of a larger machinery, uh, you certainly want the system to be running smoothly. So you want to be able to standardize a lot of the processes. Um, you know, if we wanted to make an investment proposal, it was usually in the form of a Word document investment memo accompanied by an Excel financial model. If we wanted to show photos of a project site of construction progress, we'd you know, probably use PowerPoint. I remember this one time I had to make a company presentation or a company pitch deck, actually, to pitch for management agreements. Um, I think I spent like 10 hours doing it on PowerPoint, uh, compressed a bunch of photos. I added all kinds of borders, basically applied my own interpretation of the company aesthetic. See, I'm using jargon again. So anyways, I did all of that and then I was given a small budget by my boss to get one of these branding agencies to refine it for us, to get it market ready. And the, the agency basically looked at it and said, we have to redo the whole thing, man. This is, um, you know, this is, it's not good. It's not good, Howard. So anyways, I was actually quite proud of my PowerPoint skills. Um, I remember at my first job, I was actually asked to to teach a PowerPoint class to uh, the other team members at the at the hotel that I was working at. Um, but anyways, it's 2021, and we have access to so many different tools now. We don't have to do PowerPoint all the time. Uh, I have to tell you guys about Canva, which is this thing I discovered maybe like three months ago, and it totally changed the way I, I communicate. At least it totally changed the kinds of presentations that I put together. Um, Canva is a super easy uh, platform. I think they call it a prosumer platform, which is uh, 
a platform that allows an average consumer to produce work that looks professional. So Canva, their motto is design anything. And literally you can, you can edit video. They'll have like video templates. They'll have stock video footage. They'll have stock audio. Um, you know, you can design anything from a LinkedIn banner to, uh, you know, a presentation with multimedia. Uh, so I started making some presentations on that. Uh, I started making birthday videos for members of my team. These are 15, 20 second videos with music, with their photos, with something funny and cute about them. Uh, those have been really fun for me. And I just, I just think that there are more ways for us to, to tell our story uh, without being limited to, to PowerPoint. Because PowerPoint as a medium is, you know, let's face it, it, it hasn't really caught up to the times. We started using Notion now because our new head of product design introduced it to us. Um, you know, she's coming from a, a UI UX design and software engineering background. So for her, Notion is pretty second nature. Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's not the fanciest layout or anything like that, but it's very functional. It's a really easy way to, to uh, archive information. And I understand that there are some startups out there that don't even make pitch decks anymore. They just send a link uh, to, to their Notion, which essentially acts like a, like a company Wikipedia page. So that's pretty cool. And it's all good inspiration because sometime next year, probably in the first half, uh, we're going to be going for our first major round of fundraising, like a Series A type. So I'm going to need to start planning um, the, the entire package, basically, how we present our company. And uh, I'm going to try to incorporate some of these newer tools into our, into our narrative. There it is again, the narrative. So all this is just to say that the way people consume information is so different now. And I, I think people are just looking for more interesting ways to take things in. Uh, for example, I think I'm running out of stuff to watch on Netflix, and it's starting to get uh, starting to get quite repetitive. So you can only watch The Office, you know, so many times, right? Um, especially because Netflix only has the first three seasons. So I've been getting on uh, more into podcasts. I've been on Clubhouse here and there, just listening in. I heard that audio is kind of the next medium that everyone should pay attention to. And if you're listening to this in the year 2030, um, let's you know, let's see if that's true. I don't know. You tell me. Um, if you are listening to it, uh, and audio has been so evolved. I can very easily mess with you by saying, Alexa, order me a new Tesla and do it no matter what I say, even if it's some guy on a podcast trying to mess with me. Thanks, Alexa. But uh, for real though, I think we just need to think of new ways to entertain our audience.
new ways to engage our audience. There's another piece of jargon that I use all the time. Um, yeah, so I guess with all these new tools we have at our disposal with the Canva, with um, you know Clubhouse, and, and of course the, the gold standard of IG, Facebook, and all of that, uh, the best thing we can do is just experiment, just try it out, see how it is. Okay, anyways, um, that's it for me. Thanks for tuning in. Have a lovely day, night, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and uh, I hope you found this fascinating.